0: all right we are back another edition of the bsda podcast college football episode here with my co-host nikki flow how we doing man
1: good man it was a good weekend of football we got the college football rankings coming out starting to get into that chaotic time of year we can't ask for anything better How, how are you doing is the real question
0: not great man things could be so much better Why is
1: that? What's going on?
0: I mean, nothing really. Like, I I don't think we really should get into it or talk about (laughs) it here. Um, No, dude, Michigan fucking rips my heart out again. I've said it on here before. I knew it was coming, but I really didn't think it would be against Michigan State, especially the third quarter of that game, how it was looking. Um, Yeah, that that fucking sucked. But there's still a path, and we're gonna talk about it.
1: There's still a path, but. Sometimes little little brother fights back and knocks your teeth in every once in a while. That is not nice. <laughs> that is not nice. <laughs> Dude, th- up 30 to 13?
0: Dude, I mean, borderline fucking pathetic. Um, I don't even know, man. I don't even know. I thought th- you're up that big and then you get a fourth and five. There were some plays that were overturned there. I really fucking thought it was – I thought it was going to be a blowout. Yeah. I thought it was gonna blow, blow out blowout. I was like, all right, here we go. Another fucking speed bump in the way. Onto Penn State, onto Ohio State, and then smack, as you said, right in the mouth. Any slancing too, which sucks. That color green is puke. It's puke green, is what it is. Dude, and, and, the, and Kenneth did, Walker, Kenneth yeah. fucking
1: Walker just shoves it up our ass. Dude. He, what a
0: he stud. I mean
1: what a stud, man. He really just forced himself right into the Heisman race, I think, and now they have that signature win, and we talked about it, like, a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the Heisman race, how nobody's, like, jumping out at the screen at you. That that was his moment right there in a big game. That was the first time all season where I'm like, that is a Heisman moment right there. You got to have the highlight to play on the screen when you're going up accepting the award and everybody to remember where they were when, you know, that game happened, and I think Kenneth Walker had that moment.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was unbelievable. I, you know, it's like, come on, man. How are we going to let this same guy fucking do it again? And then he did it four more times, five fucking touchdowns. I mean, unbelievable performance of him. Um, overall, I mean, awesome college football game. But from my point of view, that's just, it's just fucking sad. Um, we can get into it a little bit here. I thought Michigan played good in the first half, obviously the third quarter. At the end of the game, they just shit the bed. I think Harbaugh got a little too cute trying to use the young quarterback in that spot. They've done it all year. So it's not out of nowhere, but I think there's always a time and place for it. And I don't know if that was necessarily the time for it.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. hundred percent. He, he like just unraveled at the end. I mean, and we, we talk about, Hardball with Michigan, you got to win these big games, and he just doesn't win these big games. That's all. You could beat everybody else on the schedule, but if you don't beat Michigan State and Ohio State, it's a it's a shit year. Yeah,
0: I mean, 2 six And, and they got away
1: from the pass. And they got away from the pass towards the end of the game and did yeah. not. I, I thought McNamara was having a pretty good game, and then they just decided to completely abandon it.
0: He threw for 380 yards. The interception at the end was his lone interception. I mean, he was slinging the rock. He was throwing the ball. And you know, I I don't know, man. It's a fucking curse. I think I don't get it. Harbaugh can't do it. I'm not I saying can hear. fire Harbaugh. He does, he like he does a lot of good shit, but like he doesn't win the big game. Two and thirteen all time against ranked AP opponents. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, and I can hear the pain in your voice. And it's like your it's point so about Harbaugh too. It's like, okay, Harbaugh doesn't win these big games, right? He deserves all the criticism he's getting, but who? Like, who else are you going to get? Like, can you go up from Harbaugh? Like, I don't I don't really know. Like, who else is out there that you can get and be like, he's going to fix everything from Harbaugh? Like, I don't, I don't know if you can find that person.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, the, the talent's definitely there. Michigan's a fucking talented team. Um, I think, like, if the Michigan job opened up, it would be – I mean, he'd be right up there with, like, the USC job you know, potentially the Miami job. Like, I mean, Michigan's a big-time fucking program, you know. So, Crystal Ball, Fickle, those types of names are going to fly around there. Um, I don't know. I don't fucking know.
1: Hey, but regardless, regardless, Jack, there's still a path to this college football There's still
0: a path. There's still a path, and we're going to get into that. Um, We're going to get away from, like, talking about the games from last week. But just one game, I have a personal vendetta against this school. Okay, I will never bet on this school again. Florida State. (laughs) I understand what we're doing. What the fuck? Dude, oh my (laughs) god. To to just fall on it and not run in the end zone. Zero class. But Florida State, man. Come on. Come on. That was the worst fucking beat of all time.
1: I was watching it. Had no skin in the game, obviously. I know you're... Fade Clemson strategy, and it it should have been a cash for those who, for some reason, or just didn't turn on the game because you're not a sicko and, and watching Clemson Florida State with, with all the other games on. Last play of the uh, of the game, they're up by what four? Yeah. With uh, with no time left on the clock, they go to some backyard football bullshit, schoolyard bullshit, and just throwing laterals backwards. Clemson scoops it up. In the end zone, nobody else has that game on but Gamblers. And right when they threw the first lateral backwards, Coach, I I was like, Oh no, it's happening! You it, knew it is. Happening. I knew it right away. I saw it going back and
0: forth, and I was like, No way! It's it's gonna happen. I'm like, Here we go. This is this bullshit that happens in Gamblers' life, but. I mean, I'm not even going to count that towards a loss on my picks, Okay, I'm not counting. <laughs> and, no, we have to count that. We have to count it.
1: And to cash the over too, if you had the over, so it was uh, a so double was a whammy,
0: double bad beat on the fucking under betters and Florida State betters. Fucking disaster. I, I Saturday couldn't have gotten any worse. Michigan blew it late, and then that bullshit happens. Just a fucking terrible day. Just absolutely a real,
1: horrible. Real kick in the teeth for you, but you still ended up six and five.
0: Six and five, it was a good week. I mean, you just look at that game. The Michigan loss hurts. Um, the Iowa-Wisconsin over. I don't know what I was thinking. I was riding that Wisconsin over, or the Iowa over. I hit it with Penn State a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, you pushed your luck on it. I know. I, I pushed my luck. I rolled the dice. I got to walk away from the table at that point. Um, <laughs> and then the Florida State one totally flipped my fucking week. It could have been an awesome week. That fu- It just fucking, that sucks.
1: <laughs> that that, just that sucks. sucks. There's no other way to put it, but that kick in the balls. Sucks. We're a balls
0: podcast, and that's a kick in the balls, right in the cojones. Oh my God, Maxon! Oh, dude, I thought that kid was just gonna run it back right after Northern <laughs> Illinois goes up. It's yeah. Maxon. Maxon's back. Can we give a round of applause?
1: Welcome back, Maxon. We have football for about three three straight weeks or something. Every day yeah. there's a football game on. So yeah, for like
0: twenty seven straight days, something like that. Unreal wow. and,
1: and playoff rankings came out and uh the chaos is gonna gonna begin here with conference play closing down the stretch. We only got a couple more weeks of college football till this thing irons itself out.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um Rocky Lombardi, Northern Illinois quarterback, the best hair in college football. I'm gonna say it right now. First time I've ever seen this kid with the, the golden blonde mullet. And
1: Fucking, hell of a I love name. I
0: love it. Hell of a name. Are you kidding me?
1: That's a quarterback you name if I've me? ever heard one.
0: That is. Um, he can only play on Wednesday nights, though. Like no Saturday, no pro, no Wednesday night. That's Wednesday when that night. kid plays. That's where See, you man. live. Yeah, man. Hey, you brought it up. This thing's gonna start to iron itself out. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. College football rankings came out. Georgia at one. Alabama at two. Michigan State at three. Oregon at four. Um, guys outside looking in. Ohio State, Cincinnati, Michigan, Oklahoma, and our Demon Deeks are number nine. Great. The Deeks.
1: Great for the Demon Deeks, man. I mean, obviously, they're not uh, a playoff contender. I, I mean, I don't think unless they, like, just go berserk here at the end of the year and all shit just crumbles. But, man, good for them. Good for that program. Uh, I think they have, like, one of the worst records over the past decade um, in FBS or, or all of college football. And, and just to come out, get a quarterback like Sam Hartman, put it all together – I mean, kudos to them and that coaching staff for, for really having a fantastic year. So regardless of of their college football playoff aspirations, they should get a big bowl game. They're in the spotlight now, so good for them. We love our Deeks. Love the Deeks. Love the Deeks. Pissed they're not going to be in the Pinstripe Bowl, but glad
0: to see them having some uh, having some success here. We were there Let's... from the beginning. From the beginning, because their program just started in 2018, but we were at the pinstripe bowl. Yep. And yep. that's – we were there. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 start from the top, uh, the bottom up here. So, we just talked about it at Wake Forest. We don't really think they have a chance. So, let's talk about Oklahoma. Where do you see their path going for them to get in that top four?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, this was one of the big ones Where when I'm watching it live. I was like, oh, shit. and and, you know having them at eight obviously everybody's having them at four five six um obviously they're they're undefeated but then you know you start to think about it and this ranking kind of makes sense for them um for it from my perspective because you got to look at Oklahoma the the committee clearly treated them like two different teams a team with Spencer Rattler in the beginning of the year and then Caleb Williams now at the end of the year so they're still going to have to prove it. And you look a little bit further down the rankings, they have a path to pretty quickly jump into that five or four spot. They still have to play Oklahoma State, who's 11, and Baylor, who's 12. So they clearly think highly of those programs and also kind kind of setting them up to be considered in that conversation. But based on what they've done so far in the year, I think eight makes sense, and you're giving them a path to go undefeated with two top 15 wins in those college football playoff rankings to get up in there. Um, and, and I think now with Caleb Williams, obviously they struggled a little bit this uh, or two <clears throat> weekends ago with Kansas and they haven't really looked great still. So they're going to have to prove it in those two games. And the committee just said it's in your hands, go take care of it. So it's really up to them.
0: Absolutely, oh, it's your point. when looking at the schedule. I mean, as of right now, I know the teams were ranked when they played, but as of right now they have not played a ranked opponent to date on their schedule. Yeah. As it looks at this very moment and they struggled in the beginning of year, I as you said, and then they have number 14, Baylor, 11 Oklahoma state. So as you said, they control their own destiny. I don't think they find a way in unless absolute madness happens. We're not going to count that out, but, um, I think the committee got this one right. I don't think Oklahoma is a top 4 team, and I like that they looked at the team, not necessarily the record. Right, right? cuz that's always the big thing like, "Oh, how do you leave an undefeated team out?" It's like, "All right, UCF, you're not as good as other teams that have losses."
1: Yeah, you know what and, I mean, and that's how you got to think about just the the playoff picture in general. You can't really think about record right obviously that's a piece of it but you got to think about the whole body of work how have they looked on the field who did they lose to why did they lose how did they lose how do they win so it's a lot of moving parts and, and i don't think oklahoma has just found their identity yet to solidify them as one of the top couple of teams i i disagree with you where you think you know maybe there's no path for them to get in or they're super outside i think if they win those two games i think that's huge for them because to, to your point you got to look now at at Obviously, they have the AP rankings and the coaches' rankings. Those rankings don't necessarily matter for shit anymore. So the college football committee, their rankings come out with the top 25 teams. That's who they think are the top 25 teams in contention and the best teams in the country, regardless of conference and, um, you know, who you play, who you've lost to. So the fact that now they have two of those teams on the top 25 and when they haven't played any of those teams uh, that are ranked in the top twenty-five as of right now on there. That's why they're eight, right? So yep. they yep. got a shot, and I think if they win those two games, they're seriously in contention.
0: Right, right, okay. Um, let's go to the next one right down the list. Michigan. Um, I th- I I actually think they might have a harder path here than Oklahoma, just considering the teams they have to play. Again, there is a path for them, but it's going to come down to the committee saying, hey, if Michigan goes out and beats Penn State, beats Ohio State, wins the Big Ten championship game, is a 10-1 and Michigan team better than an undefeated Cincinnati team? And looking at the poll right now, Michigan was in a dogfight in a game they should have, could have, whatever you want to say, won against Michigan State, who they have at three. right Right. Oregon has a loss Bama has a loss so losses aren't killing these teams that are going to find themselves in the top four um so I think if Michigan goes out and wins those games are they going to I think those games are going to be harder to win than Oklahoma's but I think there is a path that Michigan can find themselves in that top four I think they're more of a long shot than Oklahoma
1: yeah I, I agree with you there um just based on who they still have to play I mean Penn State is, is no team that you're going to walk over. We saw them right. give trouble to Ohio State last weekend, uh, was on that. Thank you very much. Plus 18 <laughs> and a half, ridiculous number. But in general, I think the chaos is going to lie within the Big Ten um, because all these teams, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and if you want to include Penn State, they're not in that, but they're still a tough team. They're gonna have to. It's all gonna iron itself out. So we can, you know, talk in circles about who's gonna beat who and what. But the Big Ten's gonna iron itself out, and that's where the chaos is gonna lie. If all those teams kind of beat each other and maybe lose in the Big Ten championship or win in the Big Ten championship, whoever is gonna get in there, it, it's that's where the chaos happens. Um, but I think the Big Ten, you see it in the rankings right now. Clearly, the SEC and the Big Ten are the toughest conferences in football. And the committee yep. reflected that based on their rankings. So they're overall going to be treated with more respect for teams who have losses to those opponents, as opposed to people who haven't played the tougher schedules. Absolutely.
0: I, I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, you know, w- when it comes to the big 10, I think they beat each other up more than the sec necessarily does. Right. Because when you look at it, it's it's Georgia, Alabama, than everybody else. Where in the Big Ten, you got three in the top seven and they all have to play Penn State, who's this frisky team that at one point was in the top five. Yeah. So, you know, as you said, Penn State is no slouch. They're going to hey, We hate these teams. Let's give them fucking hell. Let's ruin their season. Right. Penn State's going to be chopping at the bit to beat Michigan, beat Michigan State. You know, let's ruin let's ruin their chances. So the Big Ten is going to be a dogfight. Down yeah. to the end,
1: and that's all down Penn State to has to play for. They they didn't get a top twenty-five ranking um, last night uh, no. when this this was unveiled, and you saw them. They pushed Oklahoma to the very uh, Oklahoma, excuse me, Ohio State to the very end. So that's ex- you're right. That's exactly what they're playing for right now. They want to they want to beat all three all all three of those teams. They lost to Ohio State, but they want to beat Michigan and they want to beat Michigan State. They're not yeah. they're not messing around. So. Um, but, again, you know, it's all going to work itself out, I think. You'll, you'll have a clear, clear winner in terms of who's going to come out of the Big Ten probably in the top four. I think you get one team out of there.
0: Absolutely. No question. No question. Because the way it's shaping up, there's not going to be a two-loss team from that side in the Big Ten championship, right? And, and let's just assume that Michigan, Ohio State, or Oregon win the Big Ten, right? They're going to win. They're most likely going to win the championship game, and that's going to be a one-loss team. It would mm-hmm. – we'd have a different conversation. You know, I mean, I can't say that because if Michigan beat them, they'd be undefeated, right? So, someone, someone's going to have – someone's going to be in there with one loss and then, you know, the two-loss teams are obviously out. So, it doesn't beg the question of, oh, does a two-loss Ohio State Big Ten champ get in over, you know, Oregon with a loss? You know, there's not going to be that kind of argument. It's going to be one loss versus no loss. Um, so, let's talk about a team with no loss that – I think everyone's feeling a little disrespected about Cincinnati. Eight and zero, they got ranked number six. AP's got them at two. They dropped out to six. I think the committee showed with that that it's about the team, not about the uh, about the record.
1: What do you think there? Yeah, um, and there's two schools of thought here where you can be totally disrespected and and I think a lot of that just comes from there ain't no. What do they have to do to to right. get in? What do they have to do to be respected? Which is fair but at the same time man i mean they get they get these opportunities to put up big wins i mean they beat Notre Dame that that's huge for them that Notre Dame win is looking less and less impressive they are the biggest Notre Dame fans ever for the rest of the year now they want them to go out and pummel teams to make that win look more impressive for them but then they they struggle with Tulane i mean the, the they struggle with Navy i mean and you really want to be in the playoff, especially when you're not in a power five conference, you have to go up and put up big flashy numbers. That's why we bet them the past couple of weeks and they haven't done it. They start slow in these games. Yeah. They find a way to win, but if you're not in a power five conference, those are the types of things you're going to have to do to get respect. And uh, a non-power five school has not been in the playoff yet. This is the highest ranking for a non-power five school for the history of the college football playoff uh rankings so that's one thing that they can hang their hat on so to say that they're being disrespected i don't know i think they're right where they should be they they have a real uphill battle to climb yeah. here they're, they're going to need full-blown chaos talking two lost teams uh all over the place here
0: yeah no question i mean if you go back to last year's rankings uh cincinnati was nine and oh and they were eight right they ranked up eight and three florida team over them and eight and two oklahoma texas AM and was eight and one got ranked over them so I think, you know, it comes down to who'd you really beat? And as you said, they got to be huge Notre Dame fans the rest of the way. Notre Dame has to should go and win games by big margins to say, hey, look, at, Notre Dame's good. And, and we beat them, you know. So I, I think it's going to be tough for Cincinnati to get in there. It's going to have to be mayhem. You know, I just I don't see I don't see that happening. I think they stay undefeated. People are going to be real pissed off about that. People meaning Luke Fickle. I don't
1: know if you can hear me, Dad loser. Hey. Hey, so lost you there for a second, but yeah. where where you left off, um, you know, they they have a right to be mad, but at the same time, like you want to be in, start scheduling teams from those conferences, not a Notre Dame independent and not a bottom tier Indiana team from the Big Ten and go out and show out if you want to be considered that way. And I think it just shows the respect they have for certain conferences. Like you look down the ranking Mississippi state's five and three and they're ranked 17. they are a three lost team. You got Wisconsin at 21, they're five and three. Um, So you, you just got to play better teams. And when you play bad teams, you got to whoop them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we've been saying it all um, the past couple of weeks, style points, style points. And that hasn't happened for them. Um, It's going to be interesting to see where they go from here. Maybe we'll see a, uh, a national championship parade in Cincinnati, a fake one. That is just like UCF
1: (laughs) in Disney world. I was there for it.
0: Yep. Yep. I remember those videos,
1: not my national champions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm walking around. I'm like, why everybody's wearing UCF shirts. What the hell's going on? I leave the park for the, for the day and the parade's coming in the opposite direction. I'm like, what the fuck is going on?
0: (laughs) I must've missed when they actually uh, hoisted that trophy. Um, uh, let's go to the next one, number five, Ohio State. This is going to be a similar conversation to to what we said about Michigan. The Big Ten's got one of the hardest roads. Um, Ohio State, I think, is a is a much better team here than uh, Michigan. Um, and it fucking burns me to say that on the inside, but I think I think if they obviously handle their business, win the Big Ten champion, I think they're a shoe in to get in here. Um, obviously, that'd be them beating Michigan State, so that keeps it you know, clear um, in the top four there. What what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I I think Ohio State's out right now, and I think that makes sense right now because they have the loss to Oregon. Oregon went in there and beat them. Oregon deserves to be out of them, and it shows that, you know, like we're talking about Cincinnati, right, how they don't schedule those teams outside of conference to get those big games. You're rewarded for that. And so Oregon and Ohio State, both of those teams were rewarded by playing that game. The committee was able to say, hey, look, these games, when you schedule them, they're not going to kill you and they will help you big time, which is what you see with, um, with Oregon being number four right now to a bit of a shock, I think, of everybody. But th- those games matter and they lost and they lost without Oregon's top player. So I think that's where you have to put them right now. But to your point, looking ahead here, the Big Ten, again, it's going to iron itself out. They still got to play Michigan State and Michigan and then the Big Ten championship game. So right now, they have them at five. I think it makes sense based on the head-to-head matchup. But now Ohio State has a much tougher schedule than Oregon moving forward. So now, despite the ranking right now, Ohio State can go in, they can win against Michigan state they can win against Michigan and they can win the big 10 championship and then there's no argument between the head-to-head matchup of Oregon and Ohio state because Ohio state's resume is much stronger so I think the first ranking makes sense to have them at five but to your point they're probably uh on the inside track to get into the top four
0: yeah yeah no question I think I think obviously they want to be in the top four but when those came out I'd imagine they're saying, good, right where we want to be, right on the outside, we're, we're knocking on the door, handle our business and we're in, right? They have a big game in two weeks against Michigan State, and that's, again, that's going to clean up the picture. If Ohio State beats them, beats Michigan, they'll, they'll go into the Big Ten Championship. I'd imagine they'll beat up on whoever gets in from that side, um, and that puts Ohio State right in. Um, the top four teams here, Oregon, Michigan State, Alabama, Georgia, I think that makes sense as of right now. I don't know if we, we need to break it down individually unless unless you want to. Um, you know, we go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I was pumped to see Oregon in there. Uh, yeah. like, I talked about the head-to-head matchup. It's nice to see teams get rewarded for playing those games and winning those games, so I think it's great for them. And they don't necessarily have a cakewalk the rest of the way. They, they got to play Utah, who's a tough team, at the end of the year, and then they'd probably play them – again, in back-to-back weeks for the Pac-12 champion, Chip. So they're going to obviously have to win those two uh, and hope Ohio State drops one or two because that's very possible with the teams they got left to play. So they're not out of it, too. And I think we said it last week, or or I said it, where watch out for Oregon, man. They, they have the best win, I think, now outside of Michigan State beating Michigan last week. They have the best win out of anybody in this top five.
0: Agreed. Agreed. I absolutely agree with that. Um, you know, I think – actually, I think Georgia beating Bama uh, – excuse me, Georgia did not, did not beat Bama. Um, no, I think I think that'll be the best win for sure. Um, I, looking at the top here, it all comes down to that SEC game. That SEC matchup, if Georgia beats Alabama, to lost Bama, that opens the door for Cincinnati, um, potentially opens the door for Oklahoma. So that's, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be very yeah. interesting. Because when you look at it, if the SEC – if Alabama loses in that game, that opens up two spots, right? Because yeah. Excuse me, not two spots. I I'm personally don't think Michigan State will be there. So, Ohio State goes in. I don't think Michigan. I don't think Cincinnati. And that last team leaves Oklahoma. Now, the committee is going to have to make a decision. Undefeated Big 12 champ Oklahoma over a two-loss Bama. I kind of think that's a no-brainer, and they have to go that direction.
1: Yeah. And you look at the history so far. They haven't put a two-loss team in the playoffs. No. And there were a couple teams that were deserving of getting in at two loss who didn't, who didn't get in previously. So, to be two losses, I, I think you're probably going to be out. And it, it's so tough because you look at the eye test. Like, all right, Michigan State had a good win eye test. Are they the best top – are they one of the top four teams probably in the country right now? No. Oregon, are they a top four team? Probably not. Is Bama at two losses one of the top four teams? Probably. But you gotta win games.
0: Right. Right. Again, that's what it's gonna come down to. You know, Alabama. If you want the right to be in there, you're gonna to have to win. We're not just gonna put you in there because you're Alabama. Right. Right. That that they they've shown that's not gonna be the case. And it comes it comes down to your wins. I think they're putting more credit in the wins
1: rather than the losses. Yeah. And personally, I will be pissed if a two loss Bama gets in over anybody who's undefeated. I, yes. I Maybe not Cincinnati just because we'll have a better matchup, but I mean you can't set the precedent that you could be two losses and get in. Otherwise, why are we playing these games? We can make this in the beginning of the year.
0: No question. No question. Um, so we had two. We each came up with a scenario here. Um, I think we kind of talked it out, though, a little bit. But I'm going to let you go here and uh, kind of present me with what you
1: think. Yeah, so I... This is my favorite time of year when the college football playoff rankings come out yep. because you can just come up with scenario after scenario. And you can go on for hours about who would be in and who wouldn't be in. And I think we'll make this a recurring thing each week as the ratings are updated. Uh, if there's changes, if there's not changes and it, it come with a different hypothetical to see who we would think would be in in this scenario. So you ready? Yep. Okay. Hit me. Bama loses to Georgia in the sec championship one loss ohio state as a big 10 champion undefeated oregon pac-12 champion oh sorry one loss oregon because they lost to stanford but still a pac-12 champ undefeated oklahoma big 12 champ and undefeated cincy walk me through your thought process here of who would get in
0: Um, I think if we did this before the rankings came out, I would say um, Georgia, one loss Ohio State, Oregon Cincy, or Oklahoma Cincy, excuse me, and Oregon gets left out. Um, But I think looking at the rankings and what they just showed, I think you're going undefeated Oklahoma, one loss Oregon, one loss Ohio State, and then Georgia. Wait, Say say that
1: again for me. What is it?
0: I think, you're, I think you'd get Oklahoma, Oregon, Ohio State, and Georgia. And since he's out, huh? And since he's out. I mean, they put him at eight behind those teams. Because yeah. think about it. One loss, Oregon wouldn't change. One loss, Ohio State wouldn't change. And Oklahoma's still undefeated. And that's what it is right now, and they're ranked ahead of them. Right? So, I, I think, you know, I just think they're – not putting much stock into the Cincinnati schedule, but why, why should you? Yeah. Why, why, why
1: you? would it change? I guess, I mean, right. I why you, would know, you know, why does it change at all?
0: Right. Right. Now I think, Hey, if, if we did this on, you know, Monday night or, or Sunday afternoon, I would say Cincy would be in over Oklahoma. Right. But knowing where, where the committee's thoughts are, you know, that's going to be, that's going to be the situation right there i think
1: right um, how could how could you jump them four spots
0: exactly exactly cuz kind of, as we've talked about it it'll iron itself out to where it's kind of plug and play like okay one loss goes here one loss goes there you know if there's a two loss team since he jumps but i don't i don't think we're going to get a two loss team anywhere here um all right my scenario is to you this is homer all the way okay so we're going to go ba- <laughs> bama wins okay bama wins Michigan wins out and is the one-loss Big Ten champ. MSU loses two, so they're out. Undefeated Cincy, Oregon Pac-12 champion, and OU Pac-12 champion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so this one's tough. If Bama wins the SEC championship – I threw you the curveball with a one-loss Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, you threw that in. I I mean, Georgia's in. Uh, I think Georgia's in no matter what Um, in the SEC. They're they're head and shoulders, I think. Them and Bama are the top two, so I think – that takes away a spot because I think Georgia's spot is pretty much locked in between yep. either number one or number two. That's the only thing that will affect their ranking and where what bowl game they play in for the semifinals. Michigan wins out. Michigan wins out. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're in. If they're a Big Twelve, uh, Big Ten champ, yeah, Michigan's in. And then it comes down. you got come two down spots to- left here. One spot, right? Yeah, one spot between. Well, could,
0: well yep. So add Bama in,
1: right? It, it would, yeah, right. Bama's in, obviously, if they win at SEC. So then it's between undefeated Cincy, Oregon, and Oklahoma. That damn, you threw me a tough one, right? off the bat. <laughs> I think based on those three teams, I think Cincy's your first one out. Unfortunately, um, again, how are they going to jump with the schedule that they have? Right. Uh, and now, big for for Cincy too. They have SMU. We've been talking about this SMU game at the end of the year. They're not in that top 25 college football playoff ranking, so they don't have any respect for that team or really that conference in general. So that win's not really going to help them much when we previously thought that it was going to. So I think since he's out. And then it's between Oregon as a Pac-12 champ and an undefeated Oklahoma. That is so tough. Because if Oklahoma's undefeated and they go in and they beat Oklahoma State, they beat Baylor, I think that makes their resume more impressive than right. Oregon because their wins now are Ohio State, who in your scenario has now lost to Michigan. And a that it would probably be two wins versus Utah. And I don't think that's enough. So I think it's Georgia, Michigan, Bama, Oklahoma.
0: Wow. Okay. I, I, I agree with you on everything, but I'm going to switch out and I'm going to keep Oregon in there. I'm gonna keep Oregon in there. I think really. Yeah, just because I think the committee is putting more stock into Oregon is better than Oklahoma, right? They're they're because if you think about it, Oklahoma's still two spots behind Cincinnati. We talk about the lack of strength of schedule. Cincinnati is still ahead of them, right? So if Michigan wins out, Ohio State drops, Michigan State would drop out. Um I mean, in that scenario, Michigan State would have to lose. What if Michigan State wins out? Then Michigan's not even in. All right, so Michigan State loses. Right. Right. I'm assuming they lose. Right. right? So you got Michigan, Bama, Georgia. And I think they have – Oregon's in there with one loss right now, four spots
1: ahead of Oklahoma.
0: I don't see that jumping if Oregon wins out. See, I think
1: it would would change because Oklahoma's now resume. I think Those two
0: big wins at the end that we – yeah, Right. Right. Those two big
1: wins at the end. And I think if you look at the – Rankings, if they had Oklahoma State and Baylor 24 and 25 instead of 11 and 12, I think it's maybe a little bit different. But they're clearly giving those teams um, some respect. So I think yeah, two wins versus 11 and 12 is better than one number five win, which is where Ohio State is right now for Oregon. All right. All right. And in your scenario, they lose to Michigan. So that would drop them even further. Who? ohio state yes yeah, yeah. Ohio, state, ohio
0: state drops i'm just looking at the oklahoma's eight oregon's four oregon has a loss OU doesn't right yeah. but I, you're putting more stock into the two wins that OU would have in our scenario where they're undefeated yeah oh got it all right all right agree to disagree on that one we don't have <laughs> to agree i i like oregon again i'm a big cave thibodeau guy i want him on a my dreadful New York Giants next season. But I don't don't think that's going to (laughs) happen.
1: I'm rooting for Oregon. I I think it would be great. Yeah, me too.
0: I love when Oregon's good.
1: Yeah, me too. You need somebody from the West Coast to show out because nobody ever does.
0: Yeah, usually it's USC, but who knows what the fuck they're doing over there. Oh, Um, next
1: next week I'm going to bring a fucking crazy one to you now. You threw me – you threw me uh, (laughs) – I got got lost in the hypothetical. Now I'm going to throw you a fucking crazy one next week.
0: Yeah. All right, but Hey, throw it at me. I'm good. I'm ready to go. Um, uh, all right. So that was talking college playoff football. Let's get away from that. Let's we're still in the season. We still got games to play. Let's take a look at the week ahead. Um, there's some interesting games on here. Overall, I think it's kind of a um, little bit of a crummy slate. This kind of that, that off week where Bama plays, you know, the Citadel and puts up 75 on them, which mm-hmm. I think is, which I think is ridiculous, but they're not doing that this year. So uh, let's start with our boys, the Demon Deeks going to UNC, two-and-a-half-point dogs. Um, This is the first real test for Wake Forest, and, I mean, I'm interested to see
1: what they do here. Yeah, me too. Uh, This game, I think, should have a ton of points. Again, common theme for Wake Forest as well as UNC. UNC plays no defense. We've talked about it before, down year for UNC. Uh, I took them last week uh, late, ended up um, losing versus – Versus Notre Dame, I took them plus four. They weren't able to cover that. But still, I think that offense gives Wake's defense um, a little bit of trouble. And UNC's defense, despite them not being great, is going to be probably one of the best defenses that Wake has played so far. And the line reflects that UNC minus two and a half. Yep. It's a little bit of a homer pick here, but I think Wake's energized now by that top, top ten ranking. I think yeah. they're pumped, and I think they want to continue on with that tour.
0: I agree. I'm on wake all the way here. Um, the Demon Deeks. How, how could we go against our boys?
1: Wake Forest.
0: Da, 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 da. <laughs> one day we're going to learn the, the fight song and we're going to sing it to you guys. I can't promise it's anytime soon, but we're going to do it.
1: It's going to be glorious. We're going to
0: do it. Exactly. Next time they're in the pinstripe bowl, we're going to do it on the 50 yard line. Um, all right, let's go down Auburn, Texas AM. This is going to be a, an awesome game. I think this is going to be the game of the week. Um, in my opinion, Texas A&M's four-and-a-half-point favorites, a little disrespectful to the Tigers.
1: Yeah, I'm confused here again, Coach. I'm confused with these Auburn lines. What do they got to yeah. do? I mean, Texas A&M, they're talented. They they got the star power um, and, and the recruits. And so I, I think it makes sense from that point. But four and a half, a lot of points. Uh, I mean, Auburn's one of the best offenses in the country now. They've proven it week in and week out. We talk about Bo Nix every single week. I don't know what else this offense has to do. I think they'll be able to score, keep it close, and maybe even win this game.
0: I right, I'm with it. I mean, these two teams are kind of made for each other. Both 12 and 13 in the uh, college football rankings right now. You know, Kyle Field is a hellhole to go play in. That place is going to be loud. You know, they don't care what the team their team's record is. Johnny Manziel's there, whoever. They're they're going to be loud. It's going to be a tough place to, for Auburn to play, but they've been there before. They've been there before. They've played in these games. They played Penn State into the fourth quarter in the whiteout game, which is supposed to be the loudest game in the history of games, which I think is bullshit. But mm-hmm. I, I love Auburn in this spot. I'm 100% taking Auburn on the points. Um, you know, might even, might even sprinkle a little money line there. I don't know. I don't wow. know. We're going to see. I believe this is a late – a late one here. Oh, perfect. Beautiful 330 times. Oh, break. the 330. There it
1: is. We finally get it. Yes. I love We've that We've been asking spot. for it for weeks. I love that spot. And don't sleep on Auburn either. I know they got two losses and we talked all this shit about how a two-loss team can't get in. But fuck, man. If they beat fucking Bama at the end of the year. Like, everybody's just, like, including us, auto-putting Bama in the SEC championship game. Auburn's no slouch at home in the Iron Bowl
0: electric electric
1: talk about chaos that's what i want
0: oh absolutely give me give me you know auburn auburn down 10 going into the fourth quarter at home and fucking they they win the game give me a nice comeback at uh what is it jordan o'hare stadium right down there in auburn look at me that's funny too the only reason i know that is because of those string of wild games they played in 2013 with the kick six and then uh that tip for a touchdown that nick marshall threw yep that's Back the old... <laughs> that
1: crazy games that year i remember uh, that
0: team of destiny that never did it all right um let's talk about your boys your fucking dogs in the college football notre dame navy plus 20 and a half i think this is a lot of points for notre dame against the service academy that's gonna be disciplined
1: guess what i'm doing i'm doing Fade notre dame again I fucking hate. let's go game. and i just think like anytime a service academy is is getting a lot of points it's just a team you have to look at they they eat up a ton of clock and you'll know in the first drive or two if they get a couple first downs how the game is going to go so just bank on that uh you got to take navy with the points here if you're going to take anything
0: no question again this is a game we talked about that going back to the to the polling um you know cincinnati needs notre dame to win this game big the books obviously see notre dame winning this game big so keep an eye on this one and that's potentially going to determine cincinnati's fate here and how people look at their schedule that's a game to keep an eye on another one that's going to be great oklahoma state west virginia um i feel like the three teams oklahoma state iowa state and west virginia all just beat the shit out of each other in the past (laughs) three weeks you can add texas who's playing uh iowa state as well like they just said all right you guys are going to kill each other then you guys do it and then we're going to flip it and you guys do it."
1: dude that's that's so funny because i was like trying to put together some sort of comparison with how i feel about these teams and to me they're all one big blur those four teams like i yeah. have no idea i don't understand the the lines like are totally different every single week and nothing makes sense to me with any of these teams baylor oklahoma state west virginia i uh, it, i it just makes no sense to me i have no idea i mean guess what if anything i'd lean just taking the, the points with the home yep. dog but i got nothing here i have no clue
0: yeah i mean i always talk about it Fading a team coming off a big win. West Virginia, big win against Iowa State last week. Um, you know, I kind of like Oklahoma State in that in that spot. Maybe the mullet covers again. I don't know. Um, but I, I I think I'm going to take Oklahoma State in this spot and fade West Virginia coming off a huge win.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like it.
0: All right, what do we got next here? Let's fucking rattle them off. We're on a fucking roll here. Michigan State, Purdue. I think this is the weirdest line of the fucking game. Of the other week, Michigan State two and a half favorites going into Purdue. I know Purdue beat Iowa, who was a top ten, uh, top four team at the time. But are they really thinking Purdue is going to keep this one close?
1: Yeah, I another. This is the stinkiest line of the week, um, right? Makes no sense. And I think maybe you get a little bit of Michigan State. You know, reading the pr- press down theory. There. Yep. They're in. They had a huge win. Kenneth Walker Heisman. And now everybody's going to see, wait, what? We just saw them do this and they're in the college football playoff and they're only minus two and a half. Seems too good to be true.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely has rat line all over it. But I also think, you know, I was like, Michigan State can blow these guys out, right? There, there's two ways to look at this. You can take my theory, which is coming off a big emotional win, now having to go on the road looking ahead to Ohio State right? Because that's the game that they're going to have circled. We win this thing. We might as well be in. That's the next one. And so this is a letdown spot. Big look ahead week for Michigan State. But I I just think Mel Tucker is going to have them saying guys, we need to win three games and we're in the Big Ten championship. This is one of them, right? Not we need to beat Ohio State and Penn State. It's going to be we need to win three games and this is game number one. Um, So I I think Michigan State covers the line here.
1: Oh, you just convinced me. I fell right into it. I fell right into it. You just convinced me opposite. Give me Purdue. Make it a head-to-head. Head-to-head? Make it a head-to-head. And uh, you convinced me here. So, really, it's you versus you. It's
0: me versus me. It always (laughs) was me versus me.
1: It always was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, All right. This game looked like it was going to be awesome in the beginning of the season. LSU's meltdown, kind of a little bit of a turnoff here. LSU-Bama, 28.5-point favorites for Alabama. I just think right, Bama's going to continue their fuck you tour this season. And this is just another stop for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, just another stop. LSU is nothing to to write home about. You got Miles Brennan now transferring out of LSU uh, with after the Ogeron news. So I, I don't think they really care anymore. So Bama or nothing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Maybe Bama first half, who knows. Um, Tennessee, Kentucky, true pick'em game here. Kentucky is favorited by uh, half a point. You know, I think because of what the line's showing, this should be an awesome game. I think Kentucky's offense might be a little high-flying for Tennessee, but Tennessee played Bama close a couple weeks ago till the end. You know, whose talent is going to take over? That's that's the question going into this one.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is a a sneaky good game um, that I'll definitely be tuning into. I kind of like Tennessee going into Kentucky here. Um, I like their offense and I think Kentucky ever since Georgia's, is going to get a little exposed. Um, so I, I think I like Tennessee here.
0: Yeah. I, I like Tennessee in that spot too. I don't know if, you know, Kentucky's ready to play these big games at their home stadium, right? I When's the last time they're really in a huge spot at home. Um, so I think this is going to be a big spot for them. I mean, Hey, they're, they're in the rankings. What are they? 13? They're, they're 18. Like, they have a chance to climb up and you, you look ahead. Hey guys, like recruits, you know, look, we finished in the top 15. We're a building program. Um, so yeah. every game's a big game for them going through because they're trying to build and go come into the upper echelon of SEC teams. Yeah. But, but I think Tennessee in the spot. Yeah. I like Tennessee. They played in those big, big games. They know what, they know what they're doing. They know how to do it. Uh, so I, I like Tennessee in that spot. Um, Teams we just talked about again: Texas, Iowa State. Iowa State six and a half point favorites. I thought Texas was back. (laughs) I thought they were Uh, back.
1: Dude, uh, this is just mush brain here with the teams that we just talked about. Like, why is (laughs) why is Iowa State minus seven? Why? Uh, Why? That that doesn't fucking make any sense to me. Um, And just for that reason, go in Texas. Like, how many leads can you blow, Texas? Maybe. Maybe start with a lead, and then you can blow it, but just keep it in the number.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who the fucking knows? No feel on that game. I'm going to stay 10 feet away from that. Um, UTSA UTEP, you added this one in here late. I'm I'm leaving this one to you. Tell me about it. Tell me who to bet on this one. Convince me.
1: Best freaking game of the day. Best game of the day. It's on late night, the perfect nightcap to college football utsa eight zero undefeated ranked 16th right now in the ap poll and the coaches poll utep was one of the worst teams in the country just last year and they're six and two they're going into el paso uh utsa that's university of texas san antonio versus university of texas el paso texas rivalry utep's catching 11 at home i think they're fired up for this game um it's probably one of the biggest games in both of their team's history, more specific, more specifically UTEP. There was a huge push to try and get game day, college football game day to go to this game uh, in El Paso, which would have been electric. They're not going, I don't believe, but I'm going to take the home dog here uh, in a, in a spot where this team, this is their game of the year. This is their Super Bowl. I think UCSA obviously 16th in the country, they're getting the re- the respect they deserve. I love seeing those small schools up there, but give me give me UTEP, give me the Miners at home. Cluster. The Miners,
0: I love when there's a big game and the names of the teams. The Roadrunners runners versus the Miners.
1: Oh, sick! That is fucking they, awesome, they...
0: right? Like <laughs> the, the Crimson Tide, the the uh, Auburn Tigers, the LSU Tigers. No, give me the Road Runners versus the Miners.
1: It's, it's going to be Give an them. awesome game for a nightcap. And if you're a college football fan, a great way to show how invested you are in the sport. If you're staying up at 1015 Eastern time watching this game. Oh, I can't imagine I'm going
0: to be the only guy asking for this game at a bar. So <laughs> yeah, the manager right. is going to look at me and be like, what game? And be Like UTEP, UTSA, put it on right fucking now. I'm going to be uh, sitting in a corner.
1: <laughs> Texas El Paso uh, versus Texas San Antonio. Ever heard of it? Come yes, on. Yes,
0: please, right now. Biggest game in the, both schools' history. <laughs> uh, degenerates. I fucking love it. I love it. Um, those are all the games we've got to talk about this week. I'm going to let you rattle off your picks here, and then we'll uh, wrap this thing up.
1: Yeah, let's go. So, uh, Bama, LSU, um I, I, like we said, it's Bama or nothing, but that just number right now, it's 28 and a half, just over four touchdowns. So I'm going to play it safe, go with the over like we always talk about. Going to need probably at least oof 17 from LSU, maybe 21 yeah. to, to yeah. cash this. Um, so I'm going to take that over uh, instead of Bama. Uh, I'm also going to take Liberty plus 10 versus Ole Miss. Another sneaky good game this weekend. Uh, obviously Liberty's got, one of the better quarterbacks in college football right now. He's absolutely electric running and throwing the ball. Uh, Ole Miss has proven that they don't play any defense, so I think them catching 10 is a, is a good bet um, for this weekend. Should be a fun Lane, game to watch. Lane
0: taking a page out of old Nick Saban's book, scheduling a, a mid-major team in week fucking 10.
1: Yeah, and I guarantee you they weren't expecting this Liberty team to come to town with uh, no. uh uh, a great kind of uh, top three, top five quarterback, depending on where you rank them going into the draft. So, yeah, no um, question. Yeah, like Liberty plus 10, high scoring game though. Uh, we talked about it, Wake plus three. Uh, I also like BC plus three uh, versus Virginia Tech. I'm going to take Georgia, mizzou under 59 and a half. Um, I, That's
0: a crazy number.
1: I, Why is it fifty nine? Like, is Mizzou gonna score in this game? Like, this game smells like forty nine nothing to me. I I don't see a Mizzou scores at all to get over. So, give me the under there. Um, Auburn plus four and a half. Absolutely love it. A lot of disrespect in the in the line. We'll we'll save the money line just for a second here. Um, I like Mississippi State Arkansas over. 55.5. 55 and a half. We talk about those teams at nauseum. I think there's a lot of points there. Give me Texas plus 7 and UTEP plus 11. Let's
0: go Miners.
1: Let's go. The Mighty Miners, baby. The you Mighty know, Miners. Fun, fun fact, UTEP from the movie Glory Road, Texas Western, yep. that is UTEP.
0: Yes, the name was changed.
1: Yep, yep. So fun fact there. Fun trivia question for when you keep your friends and or significant others up at 10, 15 at night to watch this game, you can hit them with a little, little trivia there.
0: When, so, when your significant other rolls over and says, what game are you watching? And it's 1230. Like, have you ever seen Glory Road? <laughs> Let me tell you about you, Tiff. I know the whole fucking story.
1: You know this team has a national uh, college basketball national championship? Let me tell you about it.
0: Not talked about enough. Not talked <laughs> about enough. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I like Pitt minus 21 and a half here over uh, Duke. Duke's terrible. Pitt loses a a heartbreaking game to Miami. I think Pitt's going to bounce back in a big way here. As we talked about, Wake plus two and a half. Your book has it at three. I got it at two and a half.
1: Yeah, I I mentioned three just because I would probably buy it up.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so I like Wake at two and a half here. I like um, Ohio State minus 14 and a half um, over Nebraska. They're going to need style points to really, you know, not that they have to push themselves in, but to but to prove it. So I think they're gonna get it here. North Texas, minus four and a half. They ruined my rice, my rice bet last week. So I'm gonna ride them. MSU, minus two and a half. I might have stepped in a trap. I don't think so. Auburn, AM, over 49 and a half at Kyle Field. And then I like Oregon minus six and a half here over Washington. Saw this Washington team play earlier in the year against Michigan. Not impressed. I think Oregon is going also going to need style points. And to solidify themselves in that top four, love it.
1: That's a good slate of picks we got.
0: That's it. This we said it last week. Is this <laughs> no, the we week? can't
1: use it every week.
0: We all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I, I don't
1: know. We're what gonna this save one it. <laughs> I don't know what this one is, but let's just come on. Get, get we got to pump the brakes, please. Gotcha,
0: gotcha. All right. So you saw it last week on our socials. The BSGA parlay is full steam ahead. It lost last week, but hey, that was week one of the parlay. Okay. Give us a fucking break. So the parlay this week MSU minus two and a half and Auburn money line for a grand total of plus 384.
1: Let's go, baby. That's down. it for the
0: week. I love that plus 384. Oh, juice. Fucking juice. All the juice. All the juice. Give it to me. All right. That's all we got this week. I mean, we talked about fucking everything. Probably way too long, but thank you for listening. Um, you know where to get us: BSGA Pod, BSGA Coach at Nikki Flow Two ICWs Action Network, Nikki Flow Two ICWs. Good fucking luck.
1: Let's go! Another great week ahead. Swim Another up.
0: great week.